when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. It's been a long journey to get ready to sell a house and buy another. I've been in the Chicagoland area for almost 50 years. Over that period, I've moved at least a dozen times. But you never really move far from your network. You know what grocery stores have what. You know what restaurants have great food. You have friends that may be miles away, but are more than ready to meet you halfway to have a beer or a meal. But when you move to a different state, it's a whole new ballgame. Now, I could have waited to build a network while I was there, but that's not how I roll. I jumped on LinkedIn and started to reach out to connections who were in that area. Many responded, and we had phone calls and Zoom meetings and even met in person, to give me a leg up on building my new local network. My first book, It's Not About You, It's About Bacon, is primarily about marketing. But at its core, it's about networking and relationships. I've joined and started dozens of business networking groups over the years. There are many formulaic groups, like a BNI, that have membership charges, stringent rules, and they vet you to become a member. There are also some freeform groups that allow competitive companies to come in and people ebb and flow in and out. Some have fees and rules, while others have neither. Rules can be good because you have to be very committed to a group to want to pay and follow them. But don't be fooled that just because they're structured and you're paying for something, that you're going to get results. Unstructured groups have a combination of regulars and tinkerers. The regulars show up because they know each other and generally like to spend time with each other. The tinkerers come in to practice their elevator speech or hope of swooping in and grabbing some business cards to add to their phone like a trophy. Local networking tends to be more transactional than relational. It's easy to find a plumber, auto repair, or insurance person. If you need what they sell, you can try, and if it doesn't work out, move on to another until you find one that you finally know, like, and trust. Once you do, you have no problem recommending them to your friends and neighbors. Now, I still try to provide two to three options when recommending a service provider. That way, the person you recommend them to has choices. If they choose someone who does not meet their expectations, it was their choice. If you only recommend one, 
that could be viewed as your fault that it didn't work, straining your relationship in the process. Now, most B2B sales are very relational. It usually involves your company or even your job when you're making a buying decision. People have to really get to know, like, and trust each other to want to bet a big purchase that could change the course of their business. That means you have to invest more than just money. You have to invest time to really get to know a person, their company, and their solution before making a purchase. Often, B2B networking is most effective when you have an established network of other business relationships that you can bring as some value. Often that starts with having a person confide in you with a problem or something they're trying to solve or a need they may have. Then you can become a connector with someone in your network who can possibly make them happy and give an introduction. It's rare to have two or three people who provide a specific enough product or service to meet the needs of most B2B businesses. Hence, it's a bigger risk, so you have to take more time to vet them. But the real value you bring is trusted relationships. You have to share first before you can expect to get a referral in exchange. Business can be found, but it takes sharing, caring, and patience. If you're joining a B2B networking group just to find business, it could take two or more years of meetings and relationship building to find your return on investment. Also, I've joined quite a few associations. These can be simple like chambers of commerce to very specific industry groups that contain your perfect clients. People do join these to network, but just like a country club, there's a hierarchy that gives the people who have been there longer more clout. Chambers of Commerce are more like transactional groups mentioned before, where associations tend to be more like B2B networking groups with a long waiting line. Masterminds are another way to meet your perfect clients, but people often pay top dollar to be in them. They join to solve business problems and are slow to trust. It simply takes time for people to build enough trust in you and your business to want to confide in you. You will definitely learn new things if you join, but it's an expensive way to find new clients, and you should be in it for the long haul if you expect any returns. Relationships take time to grow. So you have to really want to be willing to spend the time and money with associations or masterminds to start to build profitable and lasting business relationships. So when we moved to our new hometown, I certainly planned to search out some groups and join a few. 
I've already joined the local chapter of the American Marketing Association. Although the AMA has more competition than customers, it has an inherent value of getting to know people who have a pulse with the local business environment and business climate. I've also reached out to some local Chicago B2B networking groups to see if it makes sense for me to open up a Raleigh chapter once I get established. Since they have structure and resources, it makes sense not to have to reinvent the wheel by creating my own group, my own rules, and my own website. But if I have to, I'm not opposed to creating my own groups and using the network of people I've already built up in the area through Zoom meetings and in-person meetings. It's an opportunity to get a return on the investment in time and money that I put into my CRM and golden Rolodex. So let me leave you with a quote. And this is from Lee Iacocca. He says, Business, after all, is nothing more than a bunch of human relationships. Networking is all about give and take, but success takes giving. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>